Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you, bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. My dear listeners, you are tuned into the Inside Acting Radio Show, hosted by none other than the king of DC media himself, WTP, William Thomas Powell. Happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. Inside Acting is brought to you by DC Actors Examiner, a great column about acting, where you'll find informative articles about the craft of acting and Q&As with celebrities. Did you know you can advertise on Inside Acting? You can reach thousands around the world. Contact me at william400 at yahoo.com. I want you to be on the lookout for King of DC Media t-shirts coming soon. Be the flyest actor on your block. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. More on that later. Now, today's guest is my good friend and a real class act, acting coach and playwright, and the inaugural guest on this show back in January 2012, I'm talking about John Pallotta. Now, John is also an on-set acting coach and artistic director at John Pallotta Studio of Acting. John has worked with Danny Aiello, Joe D'Onofrio from Goodfellas, Robert Downey Sr., and Miss United States' Kenyus Dillard, who will be on the show Thursday. Now, I'm going to bring John in on the call here in a minute, but before I do, let me tell you that he's going to be calling in from one of his classes, and we will be hearing from his students, and also photographer to the stars, Barry Morgenstein. But before I bring him in, let me share some of his thoughts about acting. Now, John wrote this out on his Facebook wall. I thought this was very, very profound. Take a listen. Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. Your values become your destiny. Long-term goals means facing conflicts, realizing hopes and dreams, making hard decisions, taking a stand, confronting your fears, and sometimes questioning our identities or beliefs and never giving up on our dream. Great words to live by. Great words to live by. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So now let me bring in the man with the Ph.D. in passion, John Pallotta. Hey, John, how are you? Hey, Will. How are you? How's it going? Fantastic. How are things up there in the Big Apple? 
things are beautiful. It's it's not as cold. I don't know if it's cold there, but it's, it's nice here. It goes from snow to rain to sleet and hail, and then 50 degrees, and then 40, then 10. If you don't like the, the weather, way, wait a minute. Either way, it's, it's nice today. That's good. Yeah, we're supposed to have a uh, like a but, well, mini blizzard tomorrow in D.C. I heard. I'll be there tomorrow, hopefully, Yeah. Uh, if anything's traveling that way. But, you know, I'm coming by train, so that's good. So, oh, that's good, um, yeah. You know, so as long as, as there's something moving south, I'm on it. <laughs> now, how many students do you have there today? Today, I don't know, Mike, how many people we have here today? Fifteen. Yeah, for the oh, three good. o'clock. Yeah, this is the uh, on-location camera lab class, you know. Okay. You can set the microphone down. <laughs> no, wait, it's just... Someone's holding the camera, someone's holding the boom mic, and, you know, a lot of things happening. You know, where we yeah, yeah, that could recreate, recreate it. We have um, very expensive lighting. We have uh, boom mics. We have cameras. You know, so recreate a uh, kind of like a, um, you, know, uh, you know, an on-set kind of thing going on. Not the multi-billion dollar set, but, you know, small location set going on. So when the actors go to a regular set, they kind of have uh, an idea. Yeah, they have a frame of reference. Yeah. You know, because a lot right. of times I go to, uh, you know, coach on set. You know, even the other day, you know, brand new actors that have never set foot in front of a camera or on set, they just didn't know what to do. You know, they become a teacher, yeah. not an on-set coach. Exactly. But, exactly. you know, it's just preparing them, you know, training with the realities of the industry. But, you know... I like I, I like the way you delivered that that speech of mine earlier. It was really really nice. <laughs> I thought it was profound. You gave it poetic justice. Oh, you know? thank you, man. That's a great compliment coming from you. <laughs> yeah. So what's up? How's it going? But tell I got a lot of students. About, yeah. Yeah. Tell they me more about, about the class and how and how does the typical class play out? Well, you know, we have uh, several different classes. This is the brand new, um, which I'm starting in D.C. as well, the on-set location class. You know, you, you lug uh, a couple thousand, 20 grand worth of film equipment, uh, mics, uh, lighting. We have um, the lighting alone is thousands and thousands of dollars. You know, I can dimmable lights. Um, and uh, the camera gear, so I got three super large bags which break my back and uh, carry, you know, it's like a miniature film lab that, you know, all on wheels and carry mm. it to DC, also Boston. And, um, you know, eventually I also, you know, eventually I go to, I go to Chicago too, but I don't carry all that stuff there. Cause it's just yeah, too much to keep stuff. it on a plane. Yeah. I just bring my camera, but, uh, that I'm going to Puerto Rico to teach, um, I can't say it in Spanish. University of the blah, something. It's on my Facebook. Someone looked there. But, um, and then I'm going to um, India in May. And uh, did Bollywood teach American acting to Bollywood actors. And then um, to, the, to the top Bollywood actors. And then also Ghana, which is Nollywood. You know what Nollywood is? Oh, of course. There's, there's Hollywood, there's Bollywood, and there's Nollywood. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, you know, um, trying to get to Hollywood. We all are. 
<laughs> but you know, I, I do it via <laughs> Skype. And then um, there's there's Bollywood, which I normally I Skype maybe once twice a week. You know, I've been on Indian uh, uh, Bollywood sets the, in my home. And then um, you know, um, I was asked to teach in um, Ghana. Actually, go there, and um, the famous actor Vince Non. I can't remember the name. But, um, you know, he's coming to America and he wants to be coached because he's breaking into America, American movies. And, um, yeah, so I'll be doing the Hollywood, the Bollywood, and the Nollywood. That rhymes. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, you know, I do a lot of stuff and they want me to, my board of directors, which I have a board of directors, they, um, that consists of um, Andy Shapiro, Urban Branche, who is producer of Smash, and also, um, but she was uh, he was on the board of directors, but he stepped down to advisory, down his senior. Um, okay. You know, advise that uh, you know there's much more lucrative to um, you know set up a camera in your loft, and um, you know from the West Village. I live in a place called West Village, and operate from there. Uh-huh. You know, and right. then just do the local classes. But you know, and I. I, I as much tiring as it is, I love to travel. So, you know, I'll go to India, I'll go to Nollywood, Bollywood, and all those places, take my shots, bring my own water, and I'll be fine. <laughs> What's the difference between a Bollywood set and a set here in the U.S.? Um, you know, the acting is, is, I mean, the lights and everything are, 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 are the right. same. You know, I, right. I, I'm, it's the acting that it, it, is different. I, I think the, the, the Bollywood is just trying to make it more um, mainstream. You know, the, the, a lot of acting is really, really good. But the, the, the acting is a little bit different. You know, it's a cultural thing. It's a different thing. But a lot of the acting is, is going mainstream and, and veering off over to, to, into, you know, Hollywood standards. Um, you know, and... Uh, you know, it's just um, you know getting them where they have they have to be, and, and at least you know, the the acting is is kind of different. It's kind of musical, if that makes any sense. You know, yeah, but, um, yeah. You know, it, it kind of representational, but um, you know, it, it's just they they kind of there's more serious films coming out. The musical stuff I, I really don't coach on, but uh, it's right. not a whole lot of stuff. Just you know probably 10, 15 things I've coached over there, as well as actors on on the sets over there. And I do it via my um, cellular iPad. Okay. You know, I have a cellular iPad, which, of course, wherever you are, it has international uh, charges, international things you can do, and as long as they have the same thing. I mean, they have the same technology. In fact, when I call to, to fix my computer, I'm calling India. <laughs> so they have the same technology that, that we do. But, um, you know, on set, they, you know, they, I make sure they have a computer. I make sure they have same thing. They have the, 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 the iPhone. They have the Wi-Fi. They have the FaceTime. They have Skype. They have whatever it takes. But a lot of it mm. is actually before they're on set. So a lot of it happens in, 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 in on a phone conversation or you know, a couple times the, 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 the connection went down, but, you know, we switched to a phone. Right. It's, it's equally effective over the phone 
as you are in person. It's just a matter of knowing what to say. You know, as long as they're committed, you, you can be where they have to be. I mean, throughout the years, many, many, you know, coaches successfully coach their actors over the phone. You don't have to yeah. be there. A professional can take it any way it comes. So, but, you know, I love what I do. I get to travel. I'm all over the place. And, you know, I, I you know, and seeing student successes is, 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 I'm happy. You know, I mean, you know, this year alone, you know, two, two past clients were um, nominated for Emmys. Um, I, I coached Josh Charles a while back on a Broadway production of Orphans for Al Pacino. And, uh-huh. um, and someone who is, who's in uh, D.C. right now, which you probably know, Anna Klumsky in Leap, you know, right. although I didn't coach her, I, I, she was in my play, which I directed in uh, 2006-2007 Vegas, which I think revitalized her career. Um, wow. The play was called Vegas, which went to red on Broadway. It didn't make it to Broadway. Um, but, um, you know, after that, I guess it kind of skyrocketed because, I don't know, I had something to do with it, I think. <laughs> but the, the, you know, <laughs> she became extremely busy after my play. You know, she went on to do uh, Peach and Turtle thing and then actor studio a whole bunch of other things as well but uh you know as well as josh charles was nominated for a golden globe yesterday so i'm I'm happy that you know my my people are um working you know i you know handle miss new york miss america miss united states you know they're 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 they're, they're moving forward you know everybody it's not just acting you know my students are on set they're 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 learning you know, about being an associate producer and, and all those things, you know, and you know, people are working. That's the important thing. Johnny Alonzo's working. You know Johnny Alonzo, right? Oh, of course. Yes, yes. Yeah. I know Johnny. That's my client. He's working. I guess recently gotten The Good Wife. You know, and I mean, not just anything, just brand new actors are stepping on set for the first time and succeeding. And I'm happy, not only not only in film and television, uh, a, a theater. You know, I, I came from the theater. I am a theater actor. I'm a stage actor. I'm a playwright. I write for the stage. You know, I have the reading of two Broadway plays coming out um, February and 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 uh, March. One is called um, Hustle, which is also a film, and the other one is is called um, Love Is a Verb. And then surely behind that, the film Hustle will be filmed in, in D.C., of course. And the play will be in New York. Fantastic. So, yeah. But I, I, I think um, Barry's supposed to call in, but I got all my students here. Okay. You know, I, I guess um, I'm going to turn you on. To... Yeah. Okay, before we get to them, I have one more question before we go to students, and then if Barry calls in, we'll get to him. Uh, tell the story one more time uh, for the benefit of my listeners, that old story about how they came to call you the actor whisperer. Oh, okay. You know, um, you know, but going back to Lee Strasberg, he, you know, sometimes when I used to watch, because it was class in 77, 78, um, he would be upfront, close, and personal. You know, and not putting anybody down. A lot of people are not focused. Um, they're all over the place. 
they, they, they don't know where they have to be. They're not exactly where they have to be. You know, and I used to watch him when he was up front with people, and he was in there in their face. And, and the thing is, you know, there, you know what the synapse is. The the thing that sends the current from the brain to the mouth, the brain to the arm, the brain to the finger. When somebody gives someone the middle finger, the signal from the brain goes to the synapse. It tells the finger to go up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and I'll get to my point in a minute. So, what happens is. Um, the, the the signal is right there. It's up front close. The further the way the teacher is from the actor, the signal gets lost. Am yeah. I making sense? So the exactly. thing is, when I'm, talking, you know, when I'm talking to an actor up front, and sometimes I take them out, out, outside or, you know, around the back, because when I say to one actor, I may not necessarily let another actor or want them to hear because it's down, dirty, ugly, disgusting. Um, huh. You know, uh, you know. I was doing a uh, a movie on rape. You know, and sadly, I had to fire this girl because you know, in the movie, the movie's about rape, and you 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 have to feel that I'm not going to get graphic, but that situation. You know, and um, you know, they, the, the director hired her, cast her because. Um, you know, because she was in that situation. But the thing is, you know, there is there is cinematic realism and then there's realism. Sadly, no one wants to see realism. They want to see, we're, we're, we're there, we're artists, we're there to tell a story. We have to right. prepare and present what's called cinematic realism. You know, we, we, we tell the story for the camera and for our audience. So the thing is, you know, I'm up front and, you know, in, in there explaining what is happening in a rape scene, you know, putting that, you know, mentally going inside of her, you know, yeah. so she, she, she feels that thing. So the thing is, you know, with, with, with the new actress that came on, there was a reporter doing a story on, on the movie, you know, and, um, you know, he saw me talk to her for like five minutes and then she, she, she gave like an amazing performance, you know, and he, and he said, Oh, you're the actor whisperer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like okay, I don't think much of it. And, you know, it, it just it it it. You, you, I just know what I'm doing. I've been doing it forty years almost. Well, I'm old enough to be your older brother. I think I'm older than you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about a yeah, year I'm older. older yeah. yeah, yeah. It would take a couple minutes. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's how that story. But you know, it, it, I guess it it kind of. You know, a lot of teachers do it. They're kind of closed up front, you know, and, you know, it's a competitive industry. I'm sure you know, and I think teaching acting is, is competitive. i got to be on top of my game. You as, a, as an actor, you have to be on top of your game. You as an acting teacher. Right. My field is competitive, too. I mean, you know, here here it is. You know, you get the best of the best of the teachers in D.C. Um, you know, you, so, you know, you, you've got to be on top of your game. You're going to get your, your students where they have to be. You know, it, it, you, back in the day when there was only a million actors, now there's 10 million actors. You know, you, you, you have to put your students, you know, give them everything you, you've got so they could be on top of everything. You know, if they learn something new each day, then hopefully I've done my job. But, you know, a lot of them, they don't have any film credits under their things, so, you know, we, we film them on stuff that hopes hopefully makes them look like they're on camera 
or they're in a film or something, so they have something they could show somebody. You know, how they handle a guest star role or how they handle the supporting role. But, you know, and I, I like that for what we do with them. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, so let's uh, bring in a few students. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do this. You're going to pass around the phone. Yeah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set the phone down. They're here. Right. I'm going to set the phone down, and, um, you know, I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to go smoke a cigarette so I don't put anything in their ear. And I'm going to put the, maybe some guys go behind there, behind the, uh, you know, and, um, you know, um, you know, all that. And then um, the phone will be on intercom. So they can all, okay. uh, you know, you ask the questions and, you know, shoot how you want to do it. Okay, all right. Just don't everybody talk. At, I just ask, don't everybody talk all at once and identify yourself before you talk. Yeah. Oh, guys, don't talk all at once. Identify yourself. And remember, it's not all about you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, who's on first? Stuff? Me, John. <laughs> being an actor is about being a part of something much. All right, I'm turning on PA. Um, all right, here you go, Will. Okay, who's on first? Who's on the line? Uh, Odette. Hello, it's me. I'm Odette Warden. I've been in my John for almost two years now. Oh, oh, hold on, I can't quite hear you. What's, what's the name again? My name is Odette. Hello. Odette? My name is Odette. O D E. Oh, Odette. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And my surname is Odette. Okay. And I've been a student of. Sorry? Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm an actress and a model and a producer, and I work behind the scenes as a crew member. And I've been with John for I've been with John for almost two years now, and he's wonderful and. Since I've been a student of his, I've been getting a lot of work and um, additions, and he's here. I recommend them to any, everybody. Okay. Now, I know that, um, that for actor to be great, you got to get to a bare-bones place of, of honesty. What's some of the ways that John has helped you become more honest as an actor? Um. He gives he gives us adjustments. Like what he does is he will um, he will for instance he will tell me like um, back at a time when I had a similar experience or something, and then he will then my true emotion comes out because acting should be um, you should acting should be real. It should not be. You should not look like you're acting. It should be a natural reaction. And that's what John teaches us to do, to be natural. That's okay. fantastic. That's, that's fantastic. Can we speak to someone else? Yes. Okay, okay thank, thank you, you very much. Yeah. Okay. Hi, how are you doing? My name is Michael Giuliano. Okay, Michael. Thanks for coming on the show. So tell me... What's some of the the most unique things that John's taught you? Um, well, we do a variety of different techniques here, like uh, ballistics and reverse seduction. Um, ballistics can be the incorporating of um, various different types of um, your psychology or emotions 
and you put them into combine them into your motivation for what you're conveying in your either your dialogue or your action. Um, it brings out a totally different dynamic to your performance. And reverse seduction is is um, not the same technique, but it's it's a very technique which is similar to ballistics, where you're combining different aspects of um, psychology and emotion, but those tend to be not necessarily directly related to the subject, but it could be something that the character, um, you know, experiences that they hide from from people. You know what I mean? Like if you're, um, we all have an evil side in us. You know, the side that makes so poo-poo. You know, reverse seduction. Where you go to pick up okay, the Okay, reverse from, seduction. From okay. The, from the daycare center and, you know, you're not actually the nanny. You're just acting like the nanny. Because you know how about the nanny You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, so hey, I'm very seductive. Hi, I'm here to pick up Joey. No, I'm the villain for the offer at home. Oh, really? Do you have any papers to hide with you? You can get the kid and you walk out. So, so Michael, what, what's the way that you've what, what's the way you've applied some of those some of those methods? Tell tell me where you've you've actually applied what he taught you. Um, well, presently I'm screenwriting, so I've Good. developed that into my characters. Correct. So I just finished writing uh, my second feature. Um, so it's helped me with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's that's. Um... That's that's really deep. And then, what has has John taught you about imagination? How to use your imagination? It's yeah, how to use the imagination. How do I? How to use the imagination? How do I use the imagination? We all have imagination. It's just you know, the thing is, when the camera's not on or you're not in an acting class, the the imagination is rampant. I mean, the thing is, go back to when we were kids you know, where you used to play in the park and not think about anything. You just became the character on a drop of a dime. So my philosophy is that, you know, acting is a state of mind in my book. You know, it's about innocence, imagination, vulnerability. It's about practicing the... Sorry, Dan, things not working. It's about practicing the potential quality <laughs> born with a child. And the less you think about an actor, the more you think about being a child, the more in the moment you will be. So... You know, the thing is, um, you know, the, 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 the actor, usually when they're in front of the camera, they're acting. I don't want to see you act. I want to see you live. Come. So, you know, we, we just stretch their imagination, hopefully in the classroom, you know, the conscious level. So when they're on the set, you know, it, it, it's in the subconscious level, if that answers the question. Yes. Okay. Okay, thank you, Michael. Can we have a, uh, another person up to the plate? Sure. Hello, how are you today? My name is Jeffrey Nunez. I've been with John for five years now. Okay. And uh, so, Justin, tell me a little bit about um, some of the – what are some of the weaknesses you had before you, you came to this class? Um, Before, when I first – when I first – met John, I was really cocky and I really didn't have a clue about um about like how to really present my present myself as an actor. I mean like I had acting experience before but like but you know 
I wasn't necessarily, I was just jumping into auditions and wasn't like fully aware of what I was doing. But once I met with John, it just like, it just totally changed my, um, my idea of, of how to like appreciate the craft of acting and how to take it more seriously. Yeah, John definitely gives you a yeah. respect for acting. Yeah, it's the same happened with me. When I joined the yeah, two years ago, I thought I was an actor. And John actually made me realize that I wasn't. And now I am an actor because I've been training with him for two years. Yes. So one thing that I take away with John is um, learning to love how to do the craft. I mean, like, it's a difficult industry. And um, not everyone is going to be an A-list celebrity or or be on TVs and movies, but he teaches you, like, something that, something greater, how when you do something you love and when you're an actor, you learn, that's when you really love the craft, you're able to, like, question you, the universe and, and omit that energy that you have for free son and put it in art. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely, those type of classes definitely give you respect for acting, and I think it's also an important point that you brought up, but not everybody's going to be on TV or a headliner, and I think that's very, very pertinent. One thing also, he also, he also um, encourages us to explore the other side of the acting industry. He also helps, he gives us some, um, he also introduces us to um, producing, directing myself. I'm currently working on a screenplay. And um, also, um, through John, I got a connection for the um, 13th Street Repertory Theater. Because he was okay. So, is there any more? You there? Okay. Yeah, let's have another uh, have another person up to the plate. Hi, um, this is Sophia Popovich. Okay, thanks for tuning in. Oh, thank you for hearing us. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Um, well, I have been an actress since the age of four, at least what I thought I was, until I met John a few months ago at um, a kind of a meet-up, get-to-know-you at um, NY Casting, and ever since, definitely changed my perspective on the business and in the craft itself. Now, I want you to, to, to talk a little bit more about what John teaches about Behind the scenes, you know, the the producing part of it, the screenwriting part of it, the directing part of it. What's some of the the, the tricks of the trade he's taught you uh, for behind the camera and production side? Well, um, actually, he's been um, showing us just all the different, like, highways and byways and new equipment and everything and just how um, that works and just how, like, the camera works and lighting sound, just how all of that is incorporated in, in the production process, um, along with um, 
just every like creative aspect, it just goes really. I just say with with the that like with the equipment and with um, how you know just the integrity of. Um, I'm sorry. Rephrase the question. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this basically, yeah, some of the things, I think you answered the, the correct way, just some of the things he yeah. talks about the business, the production right. side. Well, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, as um, just as I, just being, like, active in general, just, like, learning the craft, we know about, like, different aspects, like writing and et cetera, but as far as, like, behind-the-scenes work, he showed us the importance of, you know, ang- a good angle and just all the equipment and everything like that is really important as well. As far as we can be better actors. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. To be better actors as well. And then what would you say, uh, Sophia, were some of your your strengths and weaknesses before you came into the class? Mm. Um, definitely my weakness was acting for the sake of acting. Um, mm. um, so, like, you know, if, if you've ever seen, like, this, I... I kind of did it, but I did it almost as if, like, this is how I should say it, um, not actually saying it, if you will. Um, when I first started out, I was just like, oh, yeah, so I'm acting like a bitch or something um, in, in, like, a, in a role. I would be like, oh, this is how this type of character would act versus just making it my own, exactly, versus kind of going for it and using the tactics that John would show us. And I guess strength before? I don't I mean, as far as, I don't think, I mean, like as far as strength, they kind of were more heightened with him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now talk a little bit more about making it your own. I find that very fascinating. What's some of the ways that you, you made teaches you to make uh, a given scene or or situation your own? Um, by using like my own personal experiences in a scene. There was one particular scene um, long, long ago where I had to be in a funeral. And John, like, he took me aside and he told me, you know, just, who do you love? And he just really gave me a solid experience that I've had and took from that just and basically what that's how I made it my own is that just using the emotion that I felt and placed it into that scene that wasn't an experience that I had in my life. I actually just made it my own, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yes. Okay, thank you, Sophia. Okay, so let's bring up the next player up to bat. Who's going to step forward? Hi. How's it going? Hi. My name's Gina Klesig. Okay, how you doing, Gina? Christina Klesig. Oh, I'm sorry, Christina. How you doing, Christina? Oh, I'm good. How are you? All right. Good, good, Uh, good. So I'm going to – so now what's your – what was your – what drew you to John's class? You know what? I actually – how did I, I found you, I knew him for a long time, and then, yeah, he just kind of was like, finally, you know, just come to my class, come to my class, and I said, all right. So uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've known his history, I've known what he's been working on for quite some time, so that's what you Okay. 
And how would you compare the how would you compare the other classes you've been in? Uh, you know what? He's there's only one other person I know who kind of does what he does and he works against the script. He calls it ballistics, but that's what John calls it ballistics. Um, I've I've encountered working against the script before. So I actually help coach once in a while when John's filming, so we split up the class and we we do that. Um, otherwise I train mostly theater and his techniques of film has helped a lot. So. Okay. Okay. So now, what some of the advice that he's he's taught you, some of the techniques he's pr- taught you, like give me a concrete example of how, for example, you brought that into an audition. Exactly. He does teach audition technique, and like Sophie was saying, he uh, helps you find the tools that you're working with. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So those emotions, it's a workout room. When you're working with a coach, you're going out there and you're working out your emotions in a situation that makes sense to you. He pinpoints those and sometimes tells you, sometimes leads you to find them, and the emotions okay. come out in a very raw way, in a very unexpected way, and he's kind of mm. like your guide. Do you know what I mean? Um, elaborate well, a little bit. Well, well yeah. hello. You know, this, yeah. you know, Lee, Uda, Bobby Lewis, the, some of the people I studied with, you know, they all have the concept of the belief that the actor only uses 1% of their ability as an actor. And um, although they're trained, they don't realize that there's a billion things they can do. There, there's depth level they have yet to reach yet. So the um, thing is, when you walk into a room and there's 20 people, all your market type, all looking like you, what are you going right. to do differently than everybody else? You know, if you're going wow, for, yeah. for, for a play, Death of a Salesman, for the part of Biff, you know, everybody's going to go in there and pop, I ran on 11 flights for what? With a pen on my hand for what? All delivering it the same exact way. But that one person that makes the strongest choice, that stands out above the rest, you know, and also, you know, getting into making strong, bold choices. Choices that, well, for example, if you're doing film, you know, they're, they're running up to you script changes at the last minute. You know, when a casting director looks at you, is, is looking at you, you know, um, they're giving you adjustments and they're, they're making a, a decision based on, on you auditioning whether they can work with you or not, you know. Um, so the thing is, hopefully, we, we train them to be able to make adjustments and just do them on a job of a dime without even thinking about it, you know, because the long you, you take, I mean, there was a, someone in class, sadly, you know, no matter what we throw their way, they couldn't change. I'm like, how are you going to, um, you know, adapt on set or, uh, you know, be able to change for a casting director? You know, I mean, I, I was doing, um, you know, a while back I had a, a play that was optioned for a film called Love is a Verb, no, 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 it was a verb. Um, Beyond the Palisades, you know, never went to a film, but um, someone was directing it, directing the casting, the, the film, and uh, she stepped out of the room for a couple of minutes. You know, it's a chance to take over, you know, and, and the actress was doing her monologue, and I gave a simple adjustment. She says, you're interrupting my monologue. You know, and I, oh, gave no. adjustment. I gave another adjustment. She says, mm. you know, your your monologue, your, your adjustment has nothing to do with my monologue. You know, and it says, how, how do you expect 
us to work with you if you can't change. She goes, what do you know? You're only the writer. Yeah, she says, what do you know? You're only the writer. Unbelievable. I'm also the son of a bitch that's funding this project. Get out. You know, (laughs) so sorry. But the thing is, you know, and, and so this day, you know, every time she sends a headshot, now I'm realizing it's the same person she said that two years ago, you know, there's a trash bin goes right in there. It's a small world, and they remember you. If you know, the yeah. thing is, you if you auditioned for a casting director, you know, five years ago, and you you didn't, you weren't ready, you weren't prepared. Five years later, you auditioned for the the same casting director, even though you have the skills and the tools, they remember you for not being prepared. So the oh. thing is, you know, hopefully we prepare our people to be ready that first time. You know, make the choices that count. You know, bold, strong yeah. choices. And, you know, kind right. of adjust and re- redirect, you know, and, and we're not even thinking about it, just doing it. You know, and, and the yeah. use of ballistics, you know, is, is, is full force, full throttle, everything you've gotten. Because if you go full forward, you can go down. You know, rather than building up, you go full force for 100%. Have you ever been to my intensives in D.C.? Not the intensive, no. Uh, well, the um, yeah, the so free. I, my next intensive is uh, January twenty eighth. You know, and okay. once again, it, it, I'm throwing a ballistics intensive and on camera film lab. You know, and we're going to be filming people doing the full ballistics thing, and then taking that and working it on the film, working it on the camera. You know, and bringing all the lighting gear and my new boom mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, you know, and and also be filming outside as well. Yeah, so I yeah. can get back to, to these guys. Yeah. Um, John, uh, I, I'm going to do something different. I wonder if one of your your brave students there would like to give us a 45-second section of a monologue that they're working yeah, on. Yeah, let's, let's take one. No, let me, let me take one. Uh, hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Education and education. So okay, and uh, tell me about your character. My character is a 16-year-old girl in England, and they're wondering mm-hmm. if Russia is going to drop the nuclear bomb. And she's met a man who's 20 years older than her, and she's going to drop out and marry him and just be rich and travel. And her teacher's telling her that's not a good idea, that she should become a teacher. And she just kind of gives her her thoughts about that. Okay, whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Studying is hard and boring. Teaching is hard and boring. It's hard and it's boring. Bored, then bored again, then bored, but this time for the rest of my life. Russia could drop a nuclear bomb on us any day now. And it's just as well, because this whole stupid fucking country is boring. 
<laughs> so you want me to pick something that's hard and boring instead of marrying my Jew, going to Paris and Rome, listening to jazz music, reading, eating good food in nice restaurants, and having fun? Ms. Walters, it's not enough to educate us anymore. You've got to tell us why you're doing it. All right. Now, I'm going to cut and I'm going to give her a redirect. Okay. Redirect. Okay. You're listening in on the action here. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Give it, bear with us. This is what I mean by him taking us aside. Right. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So sometimes it's not, it's really personal things that he's bringing up, and, you know, we don't even like to hear that. It's just between him and the students, you know. That's how it stays. Yeah, what he yeah. does is he tries, to bring it, he tries to bring out the side of us that we don't know we have. And it really affects the uh, scene that we're trying to do or the monologue. Here she is. Yeah, that can be very scary. Here's right. Audrey. Okay. Oh. Studying is hard and boring. Teaching is hard and boring. So you want me to be bored and then bored and then bored again, but this time for the rest of my life. Russia's going to drop a nuclear bomb on us any day now. This whole country is boring. There's no life in it. There's no color. There's no fun. So you want me to pick something that's hard and boring rather than marry my Jew, go to Paris and Rome, listen to jazz music, eat, read, Eat good food in nice restaurants. It's not enough to educate us, Miss Walters. You've got to tell us why you're doing it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing what a little bit of redirection can do. That's that's very impressive. Well, thank you, Aubrey. Okay, do we have – I think we have time for one more of those. Anybody else want to – Show us what what they got. Hello, I'm Tom Pryor. I'm the student of John. Hello? Okay. Yeah, John. Okay. So, what you gonna what ah. you gonna read for us? What, what you gonna do? Uh, nope. I, do you want me to do a monologue, or do you want me to ask me ask me some questions? I mean. Oh, I wanted someone else to do what what Aubrey did. Uh, like, there's a monologue you're working on. Yes, there is. All right, let's hear it. Okay. And uh, explain who the character is and a little bit about uh, the situation. It's from Goodwill Hunting. It's the Ben Affleck character talking to Matt Damon about about going and having this great job opportunity. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thousands of people are listening okay. to you. You nail it or you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Tens of thousands. All right, are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You're my best friend, so don't take this the wrong way. But if you're still working construction, coming over my house to watch the friggin' Patriots in the next 20 years, I'll fucking kill you. It's not a threat. It's a fact. I'll fucking kill you. You got a shot at something else that we're going to have. And you want to know something else? Fuck you, because... You don't owe it to yourself. You owe it to me. Because I'm 50 and I'm still going to be doing this shit. But you, you're staring at a win lottery ticket. And you're too much of a coward to cash in. 
and that's bullshit. Because I give anything to have what you got. So any of these friggin' guys, be a friggin' insult to you sitting here in the next twenty years. Let me tell you what I do now. Every day I come to work to pick you up. We go out afterwards. It's great. But you want know the favorite, the best part of my day is ten seconds before I get to the door, because I'm hoping you won't be there. Mm-hmm. You know, goodbye. You know, see you later. You just left. Now, I may not know much, but I know that. That was good. So can we, you want to do that one more time? Sure. Well, if you're my best friend, so don't take this the wrong way. If you're still coming on the house to watch the Patriots working construction in the next 20 years, I'll fucking kill you. That's not a threat. That's a fact. I'll fucking kill you. You got a shot something none of us are ever going to have. You know something else? Forget you. You don't owe it to yourself. You owe it to me. 50, I'm still going to be doing this shit. But you, you're staring at a winning lottery ticket. And you're too much of a coward to cash it in. And that's bullshit. Because I give anything to have what you got. So any of these freaking guys be a friggin' insult to see you sit here in the next 20 years. Hanging out here is a serious waste of your time. Let me tell you what I do now. Every day, I come to your house to pick you up. We go out afterwards. It's nice. You know what the favorite part of my day is? It's 10 seconds before I get to your door. Because mm-hmm. I'm hoping you won't be there. Bye. No, see you later. You just left. Now, I may not know much, but I know that. Okay. Hello? All right, good. All right, well, thank you, John. Okay, so we're down to about uh, about eight minutes left. So, John, I want you to... Here. What's that? Okay, you want... I think we have time to squeeze in one more, and then, John, when, when they're done, uh, we're going to... I got a couple of questions to ask you about uh, your opinions on some some famous actors, and then just wrap up with uh, everything you're doing. Okay, okay. so who's uh, who's up next? New girl, I don't know her name. <laughs> Hi, <I'm> ah. Rebecca. <laughs> hey, Rebecca, what you gonna do for us? What am I doing? Yeah, your monologue. You got a monologue you can share with us? It's brand new. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Right. Okay. Do you have? Okay, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do you have anything you want to cold read for us? This is your chance. This is your, you can be discovered. Hey. I want to cold read for you. Uh, yeah. I yeah. You have anything? Any material at all? Anything you want to like maybe perform or is that a little too much for you? Okay. You got a little piece there or something you might want to see yeah. what you show us. Show us what you got. Okay, it's for a play that I just did, um, and I was a 16 year old who was adopted by her mother based off a true story. Okay. Okay. You're not you're not dropping any nuclear bombs this time. This is uh sixteen year old. Okay. Okay. All right. And then what okay, what's the character's name and, and okay, uh, what's the situation again? Her name is Kat. She's what? And she is she is reading um from one of her napkins. She's reading her poem. 
Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Ready when you are. Okay. Well, all I'm saying was just doing a picture of here. Her hair. No, 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 no. I'm, I just said that. Fixing the camera. One second. <laughs> no, my hair looks good. Fixing the camera. One second. Will. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Changing, changing the car. Yeah. Yeah, we got. We're down about five minutes. So. I'm gonna take a look. All right. Well. Okay. <laughs> All right, Rebecca. Okay. All right. Okay. It's another table. The dishes aren't ours. More food we've never had before from people I just met today. My mother's latest scam to let us live another day. Her charm is cool or a weapon, depending which way she faces, which day it is, and her audience. Piece of bread is the evidence I have of divine providence. There's a reason we All right, now let's stop and readjust. Can I have Aubrey sit here? Her hair? It's on her. every Tuesday, New York every Monday and Wednesday, Boston alternate Fridays, and once a month in Chicago. And then um, uh, somehow I've just been made an adjunct professor in Puerto Rico. So have a Espanol, Feliz Navidad, and Esta Muy Bonita. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And you've got to put your website out there. But, yeah, and then, uh, of course, you know, uh, Indian May and Ghana some. Real. I've gone sometimes after that. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, um, but I'm in D.C., of course, every Tuesday. And I, I teach, our studio is uh, in Columbia Heights. 
uh, right off Harvard, uh, 14 Studio 69, 1469 Studio, uh, Harvard Street Rear. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we have a large loft. We've got like a thousand square foot studio loft there in D.C. Nice, nice. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, well, did, yeah. Go ahead. No, that's it. And then uh, your website, of course, is is www.johnpalata.com. That is www.johnpalotta.com. And uh, yeah, they can check out classes. Um, yeah, you'll see. Yeah, yeah, the guy promoting me over here said uh, you, you'll see all the. <laughs> You'll see all the, uh, you know, me on NBC, me and uh, uh, stuff. It's all about you. Yeah, it's all about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had a broadcaster, James Brown, Danny Aiello, all those guys on there. That was very impressive. Yeah, you know, I, I've been fortunate in my life to have studied with some pretty famous people who are all dead now. But, um, <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean? The thing is, though I may not be a percentage of what they are, I'm a tremendous portal of, of information that, you know, actors can gain. Sure, some teachers have studied with maybe one, two. You know, so I've had the opportunity to study with six. Um, you know, and the masters of the masters, uh, Lee Strasberg, Uda Hagen, Bobby Lewis. You know, Bobby Lewis is actually the genius of them all. Um, you know, no one really knows who he is, but uh, he's only as good as your PR. Yeah. But uh true. So uh you know, um you know, so the thing is a you know, a, a mishmash of everything. You know, I didn't study with uh Danny Meisner or uh Stella Adler. Those are the only two I didn't study with. Uh, it's just, you know, things didn't go that way. You know, but you know, I was fortunate enough in seventy eight, you know, to be in Lee's class and uh, eighty three to be in Uta Hoggins, you know, eighty four to be in Bobby Lewis and uh from nineteen eighty to his showed for his death in '97, Bill Hickey. I don't know if you know who Bill Hickey is. Um, remember the movie Prince's Honor? Yeah, I remember. Uh huh. Yeah, Bill Hickey was an Academy Award uh, nominee. Um, studied with him. He was actually, you know, brilliant. There's a lot of brilliant teachers out there. They just don't have the the fame as the other teachers did. But um, right, you know, what gets people through is is, is not your headshot and your resume. You know, what some remember it is their sheer desire and their love of the craft. You know, I'm not a marketable type, you know. I, I'm just an average-looking, you know, guy. It's just, you know, I, I've learned from early on in my life, you know, and, and I remember sitting in a, um, whatchamacallit, an actor studio session back in 1982. Harvey Keitel was there moderating, you know, and right. he said, simply, you know, no one gives a damn about you, John. Nobody. You know, you've got to write, produce, direct everything yourself. That's how you get to yeah. stand out. So, um, exactly. You know, yeah, so the thing is, you know, in 97, I wrote my first play. I've been directing way before that. And, you know, now I write, produce, direct. I'm now a casting director, you know, casting uh, three feature films as well as two Broadway plays in New York and um, hopefully more. But, I, you know, yeah. I like push the casting director shit because it, it, it invites the wrong kind of uh, element to class because I'm a gotcha. teacher first. You know, I, I okay. want to say, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, 
I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, I yeah. like the fact I, I instill, um, you know, a sheer desire for the craft, you know, and, and my phone's ringing, and I like that. You know, people come to me, I, I wonderful you know, Emmy winners have been in my classroom, Academy Award nominees. My own sister's an Academy Award nominee um, for a movie called My Architect. But, um, yeah, I just love what I do, and I hopefully you know, can do it as... Yeah, I, I'm hoping one of my students make it famous so I can retire. <laughs> well, I want to thank all your students. All your students that are there. You guys did a fantastic, fantastic job. You should give yourselves a hand. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I just want to thank you, John, for coming on the show. We're going to have to do this more often. We'll do something just like this. We'll have uh, people with uh, monologues and come on and uh, show the world what they've got. And, um, let's do it I just every really, day. Uh, huh? Hey, what's happening with um, the Godfather 2 guys? The who? Uh, uh, Rossi. Giovanni yeah, Rossi. he's going to be on the show. He's going to be, uh, Gianni, uh, Gianni uh, Russo is going to be on uh, February 20th. Yes, he's supposed to come to my class in New York next week. Or this week. Okay, right. yeah. I got him booked for, uh, yeah, he was in The Godfather. He was. He got beat up by James Caan. So <laughs> yeah. It came to a grisly end in the movie. But he's done like 50-some movies and the music and everything. He's going to be, be a hell of a guest. Yeah. Okay, John, well. Um, I was on the phone ahead. with Taylor Robert Downey Sr. I'll try to get him your way as well. Oh, man, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Okay, right. John. Well, hey, thanks. Thanks for coming on the show, and uh, you have a blessed week, brother. All right, dude. Talk to you later. All right, bye bye. Okay. All right, bye bye. <laughs> All right, and let me leave you with this quote from Martin Luther King: "I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear." Good night. Mm-hmm.